Welcome to Fleetwood. This is Kendall. So I've had really bad anxiety recently and I thought that it might have something to do with my medication. So I decided to try to figure out which one of my medications was causing the problem. So I started taking half a dose of one of my medications in the morning and then the other half at night and it has completely changed the way that I feel like I mean, it is night and day. So I'm finally feeling, I guess, I technically, I these are symptoms. So I've been a lot happier because my medication was keeping me really even. And I think that it was keeping me way too even that, like, my I'm very kind of, like, up right now. So I, I wouldn't say that I'm in, like, a manic state like completely but I'm definitely closer to that than I am depressed or anxiety and I would rather be here than anywhere else so that's good that I figured that out but I don't know how my psychiatrist is going to feel about that we'll we'll see whenever I meet her in like three weeks but (laughs) by then it's going to be too late I've already decided that I'm going to keep doing it because I want to feel like this on a completely separate note I got in my new social security card. So officially, officially, super officially, I am Kendall Fleetwood. And now I can use my social security card to get a new driver's license. I can change all of my bank information and I can get like a new passport and everything. So it's like for real, for real. Like, Oh my God, how many times am I going to say like in this episode? Just because I'm like so fully neurotic right now. (laughs) I'm sure that everybody can tell that there's like a huge difference between like how I usually sound in this episode. This is going to be a weird transition, but today I'm going to talk about heartbreak because I have experienced so much of it in my life and recently. So I actually wrote out some stuff that I wanted to talk about. And I usually don't write everything out. I usually talk more kind of like impulsively. So I have some structure today and I've got some questions and I've got like comments that I've thought about beforehand. So it might sound a little weird because I'm like reading but we'll see how it goes so the first question is what do you do when you're heartbroken do you collapse in on yourself do you fall into a pit of despair or do you try to power through it so you don't get trapped by your own sadness and there's nothing that I hate more than heartbreak because nothing soothes a broken heart and all you can do is wait for it to hurt less and try your best to stay strong even when you feel weak so it's really hard to say how you're going to deal with heartbreak whenever you come to it because like I think that every there's a bunch of different types of heartbreak there's not just romantic relationships but there can be platonic relationships there can be family relationships there could be grief and loss 
that break your heart and it's it you have to figure out how you are going to deal with it in the long term and see whenever my dog died I just fully collapsed in on myself like I couldn't do anything for myself I was fully checked out all I did was cry and I it was so bad that I took her her towels and and like her blankets and stuff that I used to cover her with and I set them up in my living room in her bed to make it look like she was in it and I kept it like that for months and it really it really hurt so much to lose my dog I felt like a piece of me died and I still feel that now like I still don't feel like I've recovered from that loss at all even though I've it's been like six months and lots of people would say you know like it's not it's not the same as losing a person. It's, it's, you know, like, it's a dog. But I felt like she was, she was, like, one of my soulmates. You know, like, if a dog can be a soulmate, then she was it. And it was really unfair that she, she died the way that she did. Because it was, like, really sudden. Um, one day she was like lethargic and then overnight she was like breathing really heavily so I called the vet and told them kind of like what was going on and then they told me to check her skin and it was yellow so they told me to take her to the emergency room and it turned out that like she had a mass in her liver and I had to put her down right then and there because they couldn't do anything she was going to die either way and you know like I I woke up in the morning thinking that I was gonna just take my dog to the vet and everything was gonna be okay and then she was dead a few hours later and I had to take the body her body to a place that I'm not allowed to bury dogs so I'm not gonna tell you where I left her but I took her to where I was burying her and I dug the hole myself because I, even though my mom came with me, I refused to let her help me because I had to do it myself. It was the only thing that I could do. I had to keep moving. So I buried her and then I just, I was in complete despair. I don't, I have experienced heartbreak in my life, but nothing hurt as much as losing Bella. And it still hurts me so much, even now. It's just, I feel like my life would be so much better if she was still here with me. Like, at least I had her. No matter, like, through all of the stuff that I've been through, she was there with me. And at least when things were really bad, I had her. (laughs) 
It took me a while to get back to a normal routine and like taking care of myself again because I just didn't care about anything. The only thing that I thought about all the time was Bella. So that brings me to my next question. How do you recover from a broken heart? Do you close yourself off so that you can't continue to be hurt? Do you build up walls to protect yourself from the pain? Or do you try to find more love to build you back up and and make you remember what you had in a positive way? So I I struggled with this when Vela died. Because the first thing my mom did was get me a new puppy. And I was just not in the place to take care of a puppy. I couldn't even take care of myself. So when whenever she was just a few weeks old, you know, what is it, six or eight weeks, whatever it is that that puppies leave their mothers, I think it's eight, eight weeks, and I just couldn't do it, so I gave her back to my mom for a few weeks, and I just sat and I cried in my house, and, and I would, I would smell the blankets to remember the way that she smelled, and I still have one blanket that I haven't washed and I still have her dog bed that I haven't washed because they smell like her and she smelled terrible I mean she was a bulldog she did not smell good and I sure enough like didn't bother her too much about taking baths because if I if I washed her every time she smelled bad she'd be she'd be in the tub all the time and you just can't do that to dogs it's bad for their skin but I had I had to do that for myself to like keep all of these things just to get me through. And when I was ready, I took Lilith back and I focused my energy on taking care of her. And that, I mean, it it helped in that way. Like it kept me, like it gave me a goal, you know, something to distract me because, I mean, taking care of a puppy is, taking care of a puppy is like a 24-7 job. You can't, you can't really do anything but take care of a puppy. And I, I mean, even six months later, I'm still constantly taking care of her and like, I watch her like a hawk and I'm like making sure that she doesn't do anything to hurt herself or mess up my house and so far it's fine I mean other than what her other than her training and her inability to be around people or dogs 
but that's what I did is like I found something else to distract me from my pain while I recovered and I don't know if that's exactly the right thing to do or if you should just wait and work through your pain what do you do when everything reminds you of your heartbreak so my house her blankets her food her water and food bowls even like hair you know like I was I finally appreciated all of the hair that was left on the floor when she was no longer allowed uh, around to shed I missed it I think that when you have all of those things around constantly reminding you of your heartbreak sometimes the best thing to do is to pack them away and wait until you're ready to see them again because the other options would be to like donate them give them to someone else or throw them away so that you don't have to be reminded of it all the time but I think that you should keep them and hold on to them until you can make a decision um, without feeling as as hurt it's like I think maybe the decision would be more irrational if you if you did it too soon like an acting acting out of pain instead of logic and and then maybe you would regret it if you got rid of it I really loved Fella and that'll never go away real love doesn't fade and sometimes you lose it and you know that it's real when you keep loving them through the pain I think that it's better to have experienced the love that I have felt than and lost it than to ne- never have had it. I know that I'm talking a lot about my dog and you know most of the time we would we would talk about our relationships with people this way but I my love for Bella was very real and probably the it was the longest love that I've ever had I mean outside of like my mother my family it was the the longest that I ever loved and I miss her every single day every day I I do good like I do good about not crying uh, most of the time 
and, and right now, because I'm talking about her so much and, and really reliving these feelings, it's a lot harder to keep my emotions in check. I think that is going to be the end of the episode today. Thank you for listening. This is Fleetwood. <laughs>